Good morning, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Grizzly Bear Bets podcast on the Grizzly Bear Blues Podcast Network. I'm your host, Chase Bobbitt. Today is Friday, October 21st, 2022, and we are right back with episode four of the podcast following the Grizzlies win over the New York Knicks on Wednesday night in the season opener. We'll do a brief recap of the game on Wednesday, the bets that we made, bets we hit, bets we didn't hit, and then get right into the game tonight against the Houston Rockets at 7 p.m. Central Time. The Grizzlies are currently favored at five points in that matchup tonight. But before we get there, we do have to talk about the game against the New York Knicks this past Wednesday. Grizzlies snuck out with a 115-112 win at home. At the FedEx Forum in the season opener, John Morant finished with 34 points. Julius Randle led the Knicks with 24 points in the overtime victory for the Grizzlies. So we went over six bets in the podcast on Wednesday, went 4-2 on the bets we discussed. So I hit my play of the game, which is John Morant over 29.5 points. Said I loved it at 27.5, which is what I got it at. Still went up to 29, still very confident in that that mark and he hit that with or without overtime he only had two points in overtime I believe so it wouldn't have mattered either way so it was tough not to cover that minus five and a half the Grizz are up 19 in the third quarter Knicks made a run Grizzlies just couldn't seem to break away from it and that's just part of the game part of the betting game so didn't hit the five and a half overtime did help with the over 226 points ended at 227 so just scraped by that needed every point in overtime Steven Adams over 8.5 rebounds, very easy bet. He finished with 11, 8.5. I believe he got close to halftime, if not before the half. And that was one of the bets we hit. Like I said, Desmond Bain, points, rebounds, assist. It ended at 26. So with this, he seemed to get injured. I know after the game, Taylor Jenkins said it was just a cramp. And he left the game at 26. I thought the bet was done, dusted there. He came back into the game, gave a bit of hope, but he clearly was not 100%, and he really shouldn't have gone back out there. I think he actually hurt the Grizzlies at the end to try to close out that overtime win when he was back out just because he clearly wasn't at 100% physical function in his legs or whatever was cramping at the time. So Bain finished a half stat under that 26.5 point rebound assist line, so he did go under on that. That was the other one we missed. Then the race to 10, this was one of my favorite bets. I talked about this at length on Wednesday, how much I thought this was a great bet. And man of the hour, besides John Morant, Santi Aldama, cashed this with a three-pointer with nine minutes to go in the first quarter to hit the first to 10. So a win's a win. Nice considering all the players out. You had three players who would be very crucial in all rotations going forward this season, not in the lineup. Knicks were pretty much at full strength, close to as full strength as they could possibly be. Cam Reddish had a nice game. It was a good win for the Grizzlies to start the season with the with the, you know, start the season 1-0. So you always always would rather start the season 1-0 regardless of the circumstances. Did suck. They didn't cover the 5.5, but we go again tonight against the Houston Rockets, which like I said before is currently at minus 5 in favor of the Grizzlies. Over under is sitting at 229 and a half. Again, as always, have to remind you guys, this is not gambling advice. These are my personal opinions, personal bets, and predictions, and I do not take any financial responsibility for anything that you may place. And as always, DraftKings will be the book that we're using for the lines that I provide today for this episode and all episodes going forward in this podcast. So getting right into the game, looking at the opponent to start off with, the Rockets on Wednesday also played. They lost 117 to 107. 
covered the 10.5 point spread that it closed at. And honestly, considering the circumstances, I was very impressed with the Rockets. Rookie Jabari Smith finished with 17-7. and The game finished at a total of 224 points, which I consider very low when you look at these two teams on paper. So that's what the Rockets did last time out. They're going home for their first home game of the season. Grizzlies' first away game of the season. And... I think this is going to be a tough one. This is one of those games that I could see a slip-up, not maybe about wins and losses, but just in terms of the cover percentage. So the Grizzlies met the Houston Rockets four times last season. Grizzlies won three of the four games. Each team covered the game twice. And the closest spread last year was plus eight, and the Rockets did cover that plus eight spread. So this is the closest we've seen in the last four games in terms of the spread between these two teams. I know the same group is out for the Grizzlies um, that was out Wednesday, so that has a lot to do with this spread. And the Rockets, honestly, have just gotten a lot better. They may still not be a great team, still probably in the contention for Victor Wambanyama at the end of the season, but they have young guys with a lot of pride, young guys who are going to want to play well, especially against the Memphis Grizzly teams. I know Jalen Green and John Morant seem to be relatively close, Um, both young teams, both teams that have a lot to prove. So, I expect the Rockets to go out there in front of their home fans and give a performance. So the Rockets were one of the worst teams at home against the spread last season. Covered 40% of the games. Memphis covered 60% of their games as a visitor last season. So the the raw numbers definitely lean Memphis at the minus five. I'm actually going to say something that I probably will regret. But just like I said, the way that things feel a Friday night game in Houston. I'm going to say that this game is going to be a lot closer than it probably should be. Jabari Smith, as I said before, looked very solid. Jalen Green did not have a great game against the Hawks on Wednesday. We'll talk about Jalen Green and one of the props I have listed. I think the Rockets can stay within the number. I would say that the Memphis Grizzlies are going to win by three or four points. So just about going to come down to the last possession, I bet. And that's just, I think it's really 50 50. So I personally am not playing either way, but if I had to go one way, I would probably go Rockets plus five on the spread. So the over-under is one I actually really like. The over-under, as I mentioned before, is 229.5 points. Both teams had more than 50% of their games last season go over the total that was listed. Knicks dropped 112 points on the Grizzlies last game. I know it was overtime, but still the New York Knicks, in terms of just pure explosiveness and you know ability to get up and down the court with the Grizzlies are nowhere near what I think the Rockets can do. And I really do expect this to be an up-and-down game. You know, Jalen Green, Kevin Porter Jr., guys like that, very athletic. Jabari Smith, as I keep mentioning, this is the third time I've mentioned him already. I was a big fan of him out of college from Auburn. I think he's a great addition. And the Rockets are constructed to be able to give the Grizzlies a lot of problems in this game and constructed to be able to run the floor up and down with the Grizzlies at a high pace. So that's why I like the 229.5 over. The total last season, or this total last season, so the four games they played last year, two of those games were over 229.5 points. So with all that being said, I really do lean over on this game. Not my bet of the day, but between this and the spread, I do like the over more than the Grizzlies minus five if you wanted to bet one of those two. So those are the... Team props, I guess you could say, for the night. Now looking at some player props for the game. John Morant over 28.5. As I said before, I hit my best bet of the night, so we're 1-0 in the best bet. It was John Morant over 29.5 was the line that closed yesterday. Sorry, line that closed Wednesday before the Knicks game. 
Before I saw it was at 27. It moved up to 29. If you can get this line at 28, definitely hammer it even more than you would before. But I have it at 28. So 28 and a half. So the books still have to adjust to John Moran and the amount of points he's going to score this year, especially with Jaron Jackson Jr., Zaire Williams, and Dylan Brooks out to start the year. He had 34 points last game. Easily could have gotten more of that. He was actually very efficient from three, three for six from three. I thought his floater game looked very solid. He was, you know, as I said before, this up and down game that we're going to have with the Houston Rockets is going to suit Jaw style of play just as much as it's going to suit Jalen Green or whoever's on the Houston Rockets. So he did struggle. He only played two games against the Rockets last season. He averaged 22 points. So he had 22 points in both those games against the Rockets. Missed the other two with injury. I like the over 28 and a half. I don't see who's going to guard him for the Rockets. I don't, again, I mean, Jalen Green's not as explosive as him. He's very athletic, but he can't play defense. So that would be a mistake. I just don't see anyone really being able to contain Ja. Ja should get at least 30 points in this matchup on Friday night. Uh, Jalen Green under two and a half threes. So this is the first time this season I'm taking an opposition's prop and opposition play. Didn't take any Knicks players' props last game. Probably should have taken a Julius Randle one, but you live and you learn. Um, Jalen Green under two and a half threes. So I was very high on Jalen Green over threes last season. It hurt me more times than I would like to admit. Um, he's not a very efficient three-point shooter. He shot 26% from three against the Grizzlies in the games he played against them last year. And Wednesday night, he shot one for seven against the Hawks from three. So he's not a very good three-point shooter. I know he can knock him down. I think he he looks optically like a much better three-point shooter than he is statistically. And eventually, he should be able to get over this mark in consistent games going forward. But it, it seems like he's struggling to find a shot right now, especially after that Atlanta game. So I'm going to go under two and a half threes from Jalen Green. And the Memphis three-point defense against the Knicks, granted the Knicks probably just missed some open looks as well that they probably should have knocked down. Knicks shot 24% from three on the game on Wednesday, so the Grizzlies can be a difficult team to shoot the three on. Very athletic, very long. You know, Santel Damo coming into the lineup, you know, being able to contest shots. I think that the under two and a half threes for Jalen Green is the play here. So, again, added a Rockets player in there. I know... Going against two things I usually don't don't enjoy doing, which is betting for an opposition player against the Grizzlies and betting an under, but I do like this Jalen Green under two and a half threes for the game. And with that being said, my bet of the game. So again, this is the one we're tracking. This is the one I'll bring up every time before every or during every podcast. My bet of the game tonight is Desmond Bain over two and a half assists. I mentioned this in the podcast on Wednesday how much I've been impressed with Desmond Bain's progression as a ball ball handler, as a creator. Started in summer league after his rookie season. We saw last year he still only averaged a little over two assists last season. And this season, he already started with six assists in the game on Wednesday. And he still scored the ball at a relatively high rate, right around his average. But he he was, ball was in his hands a lot more. Taylor Jenkins asked him to create a lot more off the dribble not just trying to find a shot off the dribble, but now trying to find teammates. He had six assists in the game on Wednesday. The over is at two and a half. That's a huge difference. That's a huge gap between what he had in game one and his over for this game. Don't expect him to get six again, but I think four is a very realistic number for Desmond to get, 
Assuming the injury is what they said it was, which was a cramp, I'm hoping there's no you know underlying muscle injury or anything that we have to be worried about and he doesn't play the full full minutes he is uh, meant to play. But still, over two and a half is should be light work. I mean, he touches the ball enough, he plays enough minutes that just dumping it to Jaw and Jaw doing something crazy should be able to get him one or two there. So he had... Last season, six-plus assists in seven games. All of last season, he's already got that in one game last this season. So I keep you know keep harping on the idea that I think Zaire is going to take a similar jump when he gets back. But for the time being, Desmond Bain, ball in his hand as a creator, is going to be more and more prevalent in the Grizzlies' offense. So I really like that bet. That is my bet of the game. Plus, the Rockets are, are not good defending assist, if that makes any sense. So the Rockets allowed the seventh most assist last season in the league. Obviously, that that more than anything has to do with the fact that they're a bad team and got scored on a lot of points. But I thought that was an interesting stat to bring in there as we look at this Desmond Bain assist for our bet of the game. So that's really all we have. This is a very short, sweet episode. Games tonight, then they go straight from Houston to Dallas to play the Dallas Mavericks tomorrow night. So we'll recap that game, or we'll, we'll be back Saturday morning to recap this Houston Rockets game, talk about the bets that we just discussed today, and then get into the Dallas Mavericks game in Dallas on Saturday night. So again, I really appreciate all the support on the first couple episodes. It's been great to see the numbers, great to see how much everyone seems to be enjoying the podcast, and it's always nice to you know go 4-2 and two on the first, first episode. So that's all you want. They say if, if you're going 4-2 and two consistently, you should be a, a professional gambler, so Eventually, we will regress back down to the mean, but I'm doing my best to make sure that I'm giving you guys, you know, information that you can then use to make your own decision. As I continue to say, that's the goal of this podcast. So that's really all for today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys are continuing to enjoy the format, enjoy the podcast. We're really going to be firing them off more and more frequently now as the Grizzlies pick up steam and play a lot of games in a short amount of time. So Podcasts will keep them short and just allow you guys to process the information and make the bets that you feel are correct for the night ahead. So make sure to follow the Twitter as, as always at at GrizzBearBets. My personal Twitter is at ChaseBob at 9 and the Blues Twitter is at SBN Grizzlies. Also make sure to check out all other Grizz-related podcasts on the podcast network and then all content that we have on the website www.grizzlybearblues.com. A lot of great written content on there, game recaps, quick report cards, all that good stuff. So I appreciate it, guys. Thank you again for the support, and I will see you guys all Saturday morning for the Grizzlies against the Dallas Mavericks. Thank you. Have a good one.